America. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Welcome back to America First. I'm your host, JWR. We have a few things to talk about today, nothing really big. Maybe one or two things that are major, but nothing too much. But uh, before we get into that, we have our weekly segment of Today in History. So, Today in History, in 1929, the first ever Academy Awards of Motion Picture Arts and the Science Awards were held out at a banquet at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Why have, have those awards gone far? Those, they're... The award shows are now some of the biggest things that happen. And, uh, I mean, that's when it all started. It was all at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. It's amazing to see how big things started in such small places. But, on to the news. First, we have... Uh, a new Tennessee bill seeks to ban critical race theory from being taught in state schools. The state assembly approved the bill Wednesday. The measure states funding will be held from public schools that push the theory that the U.S. is a fundamentally racist country. Lawmakers have said teachings, teaching the, uh, the theory would be harmful to students. On the other hand, supporters of the bill asserted facts or asserted facts must be presented to students in an impartial fashion. Critics have argued all issues must be put out without favoring or disfavoring any of them. Republican Governor Bill Lee said he intends to sign the bill once it reaches his desk. This comes as similar legislation is pending in several other states. Next, some news with the uh, our restaurant chains. Uh, as the economy continues to recover from COVID-19 shutdowns, restaurants across the U.S. have reported they are struggling to hire new workers. According to an April census poll, more than half of hospitality businesses reported that they need to hire workers over the next few months in order to prepare for summer. However, almost 40% of restaurants said they are having trouble filling positions for servers, cooks, and other necessary jobs. According to some restaurant managers, Joe Biden's large relief package are to, are to blame for the lack of applicants. Virginia restaurant owner Khalil Azar explained how the benefits are contributing to his restaurant's employment struggle. Azar expressed his irritation, stating, They are not motivated to work. They get the same money as if they were working. While, the, while restaurant owners also cited... Some hesitancy from applicants fueled by COVID-19 fears, the most prominent factor was a $300 weekly unemployment supplement provided by Biden's $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan. Ohio Restaurant Association President John Barker commented saying, A lot of people are saying, why would I need to go back to work if I have this federal and state support? Tom Spano, Spano, however you say it, uh, who is a San Diego restaurant manager at Piatti, Piatti, P-I-A-T-T-I, added that many of his former employees left the hospitality business altogether. It is difficult right now. We've tried everything under the sun to try and get more staff in, Sp uh, Spanos explained. 
thanks or thank goodness for the staff that stayed on before but we've lost a lot of people through other careers uh, the additional $300 is set to expire this fall and restaurant owners as well as managers are hopeful it will bring in more employees to help their businesses next we have some space uh, news <clears throat> on Monday NASA's Osiris uh, Rex began its trip back to Earth after being declared the first NASA spacecraft to collect physical samples from an asteroid for a return mission. The spacecraft fired up its main throttle for around 7 minutes before taking flight, making sure the du to dust off the rust that has accumulated since it reached the asteroid Bennu in uh, 2018. In October, OSIRIS-REx scavenged Bennu uh, collecting around two pounds of rocks and dust, OSIRIS-REx had studied the ancient body of Bennu for two years, paying close attention to the asteroid's rubble-like consistency and surface terrain. This sparked further interest as to what history it holds. It will take the spacecraft approximately 2.5 years before ultimately reaching its home planet and will be transporting what is reported to be the biggest cosmic haul for the U.S. since the Apollo moon rocks. OSIRIS-REx is expected to reach Earth by the end of September 2023 and will touch down in the Utah desert. Researchers hope the mission will help give humanity a deeper understanding of our solar system. Next, according to federal drug investigators, the Jalisco New Generation Cartel, JNGC, is now the primary group trafficking fentanyl, fentanyl into the U.S. across the southern border. Homeland Security agents said the JNG, or JNGC, which is Mexico's fastest-growing cartel, has now gained footholds in Seattle and across the Pacific Northwest. The group, headed by cartel boss El Mencho, uh, brazenly threatens rivals on social media while openly displaying its weaponry and armored vehicles. However, federal agents uh, have said that have said that's just the beginning of JNGC's fear-inducing fear tactics. Whether it's ripping the fingernails out of somebody's hands and uh, as sending a message to them or trying or tying them up in a tree in the middle of the central Washington to die, or dismembering them and shipping their remains off. They're there to deliver an effective message, stated DHS Special Agent Robert Hammer, which is, uh, which is, which is don't mess with us. Sorry. Uh, fentanyl smuggled by the cartel is reported to be 50 times more deadly than the heroin it's replacing in the Pacific Northwest in the past, fentanyl had mainly been mixed into heroin, but now it's often pressed into small blue tablets to resemble prescription oxycodone pills. So keep an eye out for that. The war on drug is never-ending. Next, we have an update on the uh, New Hampshire audit. An audit regarding 2020 election fraud officially kicked off in New Hampshire after the Windham incident revealed the switching of GOP votes to Democrat candidates. On Wednesday, a team of auditors led by Mark Lindham, Lindman and verified, voting, uh, and verified Voting began 
the intake of 2020 ballots and tabulating uh, machines in New Hampshire. The audit is off to a rocky start, however, as observers complained about the large distance between themselves and the auditors. Additionally, Lindman uh, Lin has criticized a similar audit in Arizona, which has sparked concerns of, its, of his bias. However, the auditors are vowing full transparency of their work. They're going to be doing this in phases, and they're going into, into it one step at a time, explained Heather Mullins of Real America's Voice. And once they start, uh, and once they start that, we'll further let, uh, once they start, okay, all right, reset, hold on, tripping up over myself, explain Heather Mullins of Real America's Voice, and once they start, that will further lead them into the direction they need to go in, what the official, or what will lead them in the direction they need to go in. And find out what the official count is. Sorry. Reading ahead too much. Uh, Wyndham activists are still criticizing the choice of auditors by the board of selectmen. And an effort to hire an alternative team of experts continues. Next. The House, Re uh, House Republicans have voted to remove Representative Liz Cheney as conference chair amid her continued criticism of President Trump in opposition to uncovering voter fraud in the 2020 election. GOP lawmakers approved Cheney's expulsion from her leadership position in a voice vote Wednesday. This came after the Wyoming lawmaker had drawn, in, uh, had drawn intense scrutiny from conservatives for denigrating the 45th president's concerns about alleged election fraud and voting to impeach him in January. Despite her ouster from House GOP leadership, Cheney still plans to run for re-election. Meanwhile, a new GOP House chair has yet to be named, but Representative Elise Stefanik is expected to be her replacement. On the heels of the GOP vote, to oust Cheney from her leadership position, President Trump called the representative a bitter, horrible human being. In a separate statement Wednesday, he said she's bad for the Republican Party. President Trump went on to call Cheney a talking point for Democrats and a warmonger whose family pushed the U.S. into the never-ending Middle East disaster, which he called the worst decision in our country's history. Next, we have some news from the White House about the uh, Israeli uh, issue going on. The White House issued a meager call for peace in an attempt to resolve one of the most contentious conflicts in the Middle East. After days of rising tension, rocket attacks, and riots, officials within the Biden administration spoke out Tuesday. Calls for an end to the violence in and around Israel began with White House Press Secretary Jen Still don't know how to say her name. Asaki or something. Uh, she said, The president's support of Israel's security for its legitimate right to defend itself and its people is a fundamental and will never waver, she stated. We condemn ongoing rocket attacks by Hamas and other terrorist groups, including against, uh, terrorist groups, including against Jerusalem. However... 
Saki's defense of Israel, one of the country's strongest allies in the region, did waver when she attempted to twist the narrative to make Israel out to be the villain. This is what she said. And U.S. officials in recent weeks have spoken candidly uh, with Israeli officials about how evictions of Palestinian families who have lived for years, sometimes decades, in their homes and of... Uh, Evictions of Palestinian families who have lived for years, sometimes decades, in their homes and of demolitions of these homes work against our common interest in achieving a solution to the conflict, continued the press secretary. So, uh, Psaki's blame, uh, blame victims for their own misfortunes aside, uh, she went on to say that for all intents and purposes, both groups were on their own to resolve a surge of violence that has left dozens wounded. It is up to the officials, residents, and leaders to restore the city to a place of calm, she asserted. The president and his team will continue to pursue the conditions for diplomacy, dialogue, and de-escalation and protection of civilians, even as we work together with our friends to deter acts of violence and terrorism. Her tone was echoed by State Department spokesman Ned Price, he argued that a recognized and developed nation as Israel and a group of terrorists in Hamas are on equal moral ground with regards to their use of lethal force. We are deeply concerned about the escalation between Israel and those launching rockets from Gaza, and we call for restraint and for calm, he stated. Israel has the right to defend itself and to respond to rocket attacks. The Palestinian people also have the right to, safe, uh, to safety and security, just as Israelis do. On the State Department's bilateral relations fact sheet, it read, Israel is a great partner to the United States, and Israel has no greater friend than the United States. Next, some uh, COVID news. California Governor Gavin Newsom said he will soon end the state's mask mandate, but not entirely. On Wednesday, the Democrat uh, announced he will, the Democratic uh, governor, announced he will be lifting the mandate as part of the overall plan to loosen COVID-19 restrictions over the next month. The Golden State currently requires face coverings for indoor settings outside a person's home as well as out outdoors uh, for unvaccinated people when physical distancing is impossible, Newsom said masks may soon only be required in some settings. Only those settings that are indoor, only in those massively large settings, he stated. Otherwise, we'll, be, we'll make guidance recommendations, but no mandates and no restrictions in businesses, large and small. The lifting of the face mask mandate will happen on June 15th, which is the target date for ending pandemic restrictions on businesses, Critics have argued that the embattled governor is making every last-ditch attempt to save himself from being ousted because they're working to get him replaced. This comes after the recall Newsom petition received more than enough verified signatures to trigger a recall election. Next, a little news from Arizona. Uh, Mar Maricopa County, Arizona, there's a developing story out of Mar Mar Maricopa County, Arizona, where serious issues 
have been discovered during the ballot audit. In a letter sent Wednesday, State Senate uh, President Karen Fan asked the Board of Supervisors to explain several irregularities uncovered during the early stages of the audit. Fan wrote, the first issue is with regards to Maricopa County's apparent intent to renege uh, R-E-N-E-G-E on its previous commitment to comply fully with the legislative uh, subpoenas. She went on to say the chain of custody of the ballots has been insufficiently recorded, resulting in apparent omissions, inconsistencies, and anomalies. Most notably, however, was the recent discovery of several deleted databases from the election management system. Uh, go on uh, One America's website, because One America's Christian Bible, he'll have more information on that. We don't have too much information. But uh sounds like there's some issues, so we're going to keep tabs on it. We're going to make sure we get you guys the information you need, and so you know what's going on. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, on to the next item. All right, this is uh, one of the bigger ones I'm sure you've all seen about the pipeline. Uh, gas stations from Florida to Virginia began running dry and prices at the pump rose on Tuesday as the shutdown of the biggest U.S. fuel pipeline by hackers extended into the fifth day and sparked panic buying by, uh, panic buying by motorists. I'm sure you saw all the pictures about all that. The administration of U.S. President Joe Biden projected that the Colonial Pipeline source of nearly half the fuel supply in the U.S. East Coast would restart in a few days and urge drivers not to top off their or top up their tanks. We are asking people not to hoard U.S. Energy uh, Secretary Jennifer Granholm told reporters at the White House. Things will be back to normal soon. Colonial was shut down on Friday after hackers launched a ransomware attack, effectively locking up its computer systems and demanding payment to release them. And the company has said it is hoping to uh, substantially restart by the end of this week. But the outage, which has underscored the uh, vulnerability of vital U.S. infrastructure to cyber attacks, has already started to uh, hurt. About 7.5% of gas stations in Virginia and 5% in North Carolina had no fuel on Tuesday as demand uh, jumped 20%. Tracking firm Gas Buddy said, unleaded gas prices, meanwhile, neared the average $2.99 a gallon, its highest since November 2014, the American Automobile Association said. Sorry. In an effort to ease the strain on consumers, Georgia suspended sales tax on gas until Saturday, and North Carolina declared an emergency. The U.S. federal government, meanwhile, has loosened rules to make it, make it easier for suppliers to refill storage, including lifting seasonal anti-smog requirements for gasoline and allowing fuel truckers to work longer hours. Granholm said there is not a shortage but a gasoline supply crunch in North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, and Southern Virginia. 
regions that tip uh, regions that typically rely on colonial for fuel uh, driver Caroline Richardson said she was paying 15 cents more per gallon than a week ago as she refueled at a gas station in Sumner South Carolina I know some friends who decided not to go out of town this weekend to save gas she said we'll keep an eye on that uh, I think it's getting better uh, we do have some news well not really news more like lack of news about the the ransom they wanted uh joe biden president joe biden refused to admit if hackers behind the colonial pipeline shutdown received a multi-million dollar ransom to get it up and running again while speaking from the white house thursday he replied no comment when asked about the ransom payment during the speech biden claimed fuel is beginning to flow and should be reaching full operational capacity as we speak he then urged Americans to stay calm, noting things will get back to normal soon. This is not like flicking on a light switch, he stated. This pipeline is 5,500 5, miles long. It has never been fully shut down in its, in its entire history. Nonetheless, he claimed the effects will not be felt at the pump immediately. Biden also used the cyber attack to push his infrastructure agenda while asserting this is a bipartisan issue. Biden went on to say he believes the Russian government was not involved, but the ransomware group behind the attack is likely run by criminals living in Russia. He also said the Department of Justice is launching an anti-ransomware task force to counter such incidents. Meanwhile, Senator Lindsey Graham said Biden's handling of the colonial pipeline attack was weak and naive. The South Carolina lawmaker also criticized Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, who suggested people driving electric cars were not affected by the crisis. Graham said that remark was the dumbest thing in the world. The Republican senator pointed out that Biden failed to prevent the disruption, which resulted in gas shortages and soaring energy prices. His remarks came after the Colonial Pipeline partially restored its operations on Wednesday, or on Wednesday night, after allegedly paying more than four million dollars to uh, ransom to the hackers. So it seems like it's coming back on. Looks like they paid out, I don't know, the full, like I said, we don't know the full uh, story on that, if it happened or not. But uh, it does look like things are going to get back to normal get on that front slowly. So we'll see how that goes and we'll keep you informed. Finally, on our, our last thing on the list, on Thursday, a new pro-life bill was passed through both chambers of the Texas State Legislature. In a win for pro-life advocates, the heartbeat bill is headed to the desk of Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Abbott signaled he's determined to sign the bill into law. If introduced, it would mean abortions performed after the detection of a fetal heartbeat would be banned. However, there would be no criminal repercussions. Instead, the law would be enforced by private citizens which would give them the ability to sue abortion providers and others who help a woman terminate a pregnancy. This would even include someone providing a ride to the abortion clinic. <clears throat> While the bill does not suggest a specific time frame, proponents say a heartbeat can be detected as early as six weeks. Critics such as Democrat uh, State Representative Donna Howard have argued that medical experts assert there is no fully developed heart at the point of gestation 
but instead the sound referred to as a heartbeat is actually electrically induced flickering of fetal tissue. The legislation only makes an exception for medical emergencies and does not include any exceptions causes of rape or for cases of rape or and incest. Despite pointing out the mo that most women are often unaware they are even pregnant at six weeks, proponents are steadfast and have said that the baby is still a baby, whether the mother is aware of it or not. Georgia and Ohio have passed similar bills, but Texas heartbeat bill is likely to face legal challenges, although the authors of the legislation are confident the structure of, bill of the bill will make it harder to block. So we'll keep an eye on that and let you know, keep you informed on that. And that's all we have this week. Thank you for listening in on today's episode. Be sure to check out previous episodes to stay up to date and follow us on Twitter if you'd like at capital S, lowercase c-m-b-a-g, capital N. Also, don't miss out on our J uh, JWR Read segment where I read our country's national documents. So, until the next time, America, I've been your host, JWR, and remember, stay informed, stay involved, and keep America first.